0: What's up, you guys, and welcome in to today's show. I'm so happy that you are here because I'm so happy with today's episode. Amanda Vernon came to town all the way from Arizona to guest co-host with me and to do a concert uh, at Allison Sullivan's house on Friday night I even got to lead worship with her it was really really cool uh so I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode if you do as always subscribe wherever you are listening on podcasts or if you're watching on YouTube hit the subscribe button uh and and leave a comment if you're on YouTube leave a review if you're on Apple Podcasts especially thank you guys so much enjoy today's show What's up? And welcome to Day Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. and uh, I am joined today by a former guest on the show. Who is former a, guest. Former guest. <laughs> filling in as guest co-host today, live in the studios, in also, also known as the water closet. <laughs> You're here. That that voice that you hear laughing and clapping. The our voice isn't clapping. That'd be weird. That's Amanda Vernon. Welcome back, Amanda.
1: Great to be here in person. I'm really excited. Thanks for having me. The water closet. I've, I've seen this place, you know, on Instagram.
0: <laughs> okay, so you've seen what they're seeing. I've seen what y'all see. Now you're seeing what I see. Thoughts yes. about the rest of the room.
1: It's, it's more expansive than what I saw on the little screen. On the little Instagram clip.
0: That is the nicest thing you can <laughs> say about the rest of this room. The water heater you're three feet from. We even did some renovations. There's a hole under the water heater Ooh. into a room that we don't know what it is. That's
1: like a secret passageway. Yeah, that's
0: where we put our kids to sleep like Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the alcohol Excellent. cabinet is restocked. It's, it's, okay. We're having a great time. So, usually the only person that's here in to record in person anymore mm-hmm. is... Allison, because uh, uh, Allison
1: uh, Sullivan, yeah,
0: the first Elasti, mm. who used, yeah, you yeah, you say it's very it's very staccato. It's
1: very it's her name is so rhythmic. It just sounds like it should be like it's the remix, Allison <laughs> Sullivan. You know, I just that's what that's what it sounds like to me.
0: Yours, yours, your name. You are not country, and there's like nothing about you that country. But Thank when you. I think of your name, I, <laughs> I, I I I hear it in my head as country, Amanda Vernon. Like that's all oh. I hear it.
1: Yeah, I like well, that. Welcome to the water closet, Amanda Vernon. Wow, nice to have you here. Oh, and we are in Texas,
0: so it sounds right. Well, good. I'm glad you're feeling you're feeling quite welcome here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you messaged. We we've become internet friends. You yeah. came on the show, episode 158. We talked about I God breaking well. your romance, and it was less depressing than it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again. And then uh, we became friends on on, on the internet. Kind of got to know right. each other more. Even at you know, because one of the things like some sometimes you have guests on and they're mm-hmm. like okay, that was nice. I'm done with that. <laughs> goodbye people, forever yeah <laughs> other people it's like you know she was pretty neat, so uh we we kept talking and then you mentioned uh i guess a few months ago because mm-hmm. you you were like, well, I haven't seen people in a while, so in the before- you or called them the before the times. before times so we have like b c before christ a d after Christ mm-hmm. and then we have like b c bef- bef- no b t uh, oh b t before times, <laughs> back in the before times, we're currently in the apocalypse. So,
1: yes, in the, in the, before, times, in the be- before
0: times, before the vid, what, like, yeah. what, who is Amanda Vernon and what did she do before? <laughs> right, the life in down?
1: the before times, Amanda Vernon was i was a full-time recording artist and author which i still am but the lifestyle the way i expressed it the way i lived it out was very different so i was on the road 15 days of the month so on average giving eight live events across the country and so i mean i was flying all of the time and so over the last year all of my events were canceled all of my live events were canceled. I didn't cancel any of them personally, but they all canceled on me. And so, um, man, so tomorrow so tonight, I'm supposed to play some music in your town with some friends of yours, and it's incredible. like i it, I'm just in a different mindset now after like a year of not traveling. I'm like, is this real? Are we really? here? Right, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. what is this? and i I got on. I flew southwest, which i would I always did in the before time. So I got on the plane. On the way here, and you know, you hear people kibitzing as they get onto the plane, talking to each other. And I heard um, as people were kind of choosing their seats, you know, you choose your own spot on Southwest, right? Oh yeah, that's why I don't (laughs) fly. Yeah, (laughs) you can tell the newbies too, because they're like looking down at their (laughs) boarding pass, looking up like, what do I do?
0: Exactly where? Yeah, yeah.
1: So you have to kind of navigate that with other passengers, right? And so I hear somebody say, "There's a window open over here," and I'm going, "A window open?" (laughs) She's like, "Yeah, there's." She kept repeating it. I'm like, "No, that's bad news bears." Like And then all of a sudden I realized like they're talking about the window seat. Like, oh, I haven't flown
0: so <laughs> in a you know, while. You know how like you're in your car and sometimes if you open one window, yeah, like there's that terrible noise bringing yes. your ear. So what you should have said was, Can we open another window on this <laughs> side? Can we even this out? <laughs> yeah. Speaking Ventilation. Of, speaking of even out, I have that's an experience I've never had on okay. an airplane because my brain still works. Yeah. Uh, but I have an experience that you've probably I would have you have 100% never had. What's that? You talked about evening out a plane. Uh. So uh, I'm a larger human than no. you. No. Did uh, they ask you to move? There are little, very little planes. So you, fl- like, you flew into Houston, which is like the closest big city and big airport to right. us. We have a little,
1: like a regional.
0: Like yeah, a little little uh, airport here. Yeah. and those planes weigh a little bit more than I do, <laughs> so, <laughs> and they're 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 five eight like height wise. I'm six two, so like I literally have to like be like the hunchback of Notre Dame to get in them. Wow! And I sat down, and there's this moment where the I don't know hostess it, right. whatever the poli- insert politically correct woman who helps on a flight plane. attendant. Yeah, there, flight attendant. There you go. So I could see her counting. And she's like counting people on one side, yeah. and counting people on the other side, and then and then she just locks eyes with me. <laughs> she's like, she jumps up, had three. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Would you mind moving to the other side? And what I heard is, "Hey, buddy, you're fat. Move over here." <laughs> and that's what I did. So that's our that's our plate stories.
1: Yeah, you know, it hasn't. I've seen it happen to other people though. And yep. you're like, what a loser, and now you're we sitting with applaud. that loser. We always want to <laughs> applaud? Like, thank you, thank you for helping us.
0: You did. So, okay, so you were you are a professional recording artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have I said the last time you're on the show that you you look like Alicia Keys, you sound like Alicia Keys, you're like the Catholic the version ca- of <laughs> Alicia Keys. <laughs> I'll take it. Live events canceled. Like I've talked about, like I I used to travel and speak and do a little bit of music too. Mm -hmm. I'm not Alicia Keys, um, but. There's uh, some differences. Just just slightly. (laughs) But uh, all that got, got, uh, you know, trampled. So mm-hmm. I had to shift what I was doing too. I had to be like, okay, I'm gonna do more podcast production. I'm right. gonna put more into into the YouTube, all this kind of stuff, just kind of change what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I did that a year ago. You just started a podcast, so why did you wait a whole year?
1: Oh, well, <laughs> I was building it. So we just launched our podcast when uh, um so that's called. Yeah. So the podcast is We Should Pray. The podcast where we discuss how prayer transforms tragedy into comedy. And so I decided probably last May to... So, it's coming up on a year is when we decided to to have a podcast, but it took until now to launch it. So, we've been recording, and so we... we unlike where we're recording now, and then we're going to share this presumably pretty soon, um, a lot of our episodes are already filmed, and um, so that way we can... Because my husband's my manager, so we work together full-time, and... We also have four children who we're raising. So we have to plan like way <laughs> in advance to both right. of us be able to do that and to like have enough content so that when we say, hey, we're starting a show, like we can actually
0: have the show. We did the divide and conquer approach. Yeah. Like my wife's a stay at home right. mom. And uh, so when I'm doing my podcast work, like y- you asked when you got here, you're like, where's your family? Right. So where did I tell you they are? At the park. And school, school, yeah. and why are they at those places? So that you can be here. So I can be here. So we did the divide and, con- and conquer approach. So here's here's an interesting question. Right. Uh, I think I mean, I've, I don't think I've ever pre- prefaced like my like I don't think I've ever complimented my own question. I'm about I to say it. something fascinating. Right. Uh, this my is a statement. <laughs> <laughs> so there there have you know so like classic 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 gender roles where like the man did all the work and the sure. woman state hall. right? And then over the last, you know, like our lifetime, like a lot of more women are working outside of the house. Okay. And even to the point, like uh, there's a lot of friends of mine who now like they're the stay at home dad mm-hmm. and like the wife works. Mm-hmm. What I've never talked to anybody about is the, you like your husband works for you. And you, like you're, you're very kind and you say that y'all work together, but like you're the talent. Okay. So yeah.
1: It's so like, the it's brand is, yeah. So the brand is my. Is me like Amanda Vernon. Like people are like, well, so who who does your husband work for? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> cradling my own face right. over here, <laughs> right. right here.
0: <laughs> so like, how does that work? Because like I yeah. like, it, I, like I, obviously opposite yes, genders, I, but like I know my you're my wife, like I always thought it'd be weird like if she works for me because mm-hmm. I'm a perfectionist, and then mm-hmm. if she doesn't do it, something perfect. I don't want to be yelling at her for work stuff. We have enough to fight about in our... Right. Know, well, moment. you know,
1: I the, the reason why it works so well for David and me is because we are both so passionate about what we're doing. So it's not like, cause I'm trying to, all of a sudden I'm trying to imagine like if we were running a company that I wasn't like a hundred percent sold on, right. like that I don't think we couldn't, <laughs> a good thing I'm sold on myself. No, I, but like, you know, like I'm 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 doing my favorite things like writing music in the studio every week, um, sharing my story, sharing about our faith and those uh that that's the the kind of expression that i love and then david has since before we started dating been really passionate about sharing you his faith I mean, right yeah
0: I, <laughs> even, I saw that coming from Even my before
1: way. we started dating let you me tell you, you
0: care about, and he just gets <laughs> and to he cares about me you. yeah
1: that's so beautiful <laughs>
0: So here's the thing. I wish could, I wish your husband were here so I could ask him like is it that beautiful working for your wife <laughs> but he, he he enjoys it? <laughs> like is there Yeah, so,
1: yo, no, that's a great question because really it's it's harder to gauge, right? Because I'm the one who's like in front of the camera and saying the things and David's make facilitating that, right? But this is David's dream, like especially in quarantine. I mean this is it like this is he his dream is to be able to this is what he told me before we started dating he goes i I really want to have my own company someday so that i can work from home and really raise my kids like really be a part of their upbringing and i remember thinking like why is he telling me this right
0: i want you to do all (laughs) so it's like the opposite of sugar daddy sicker mama i don't know what the term is probably gonna get myself in trouble but that's what it is we call it spouses taylor we call it spouses oh i thought you, I, I thought you said spouses. i'm like i've never heard this that's what spouses are i didn't know that i wasn't informed
1: no, we yeah so we um we were able to take what i loved doing which was mainly entertainment like i love songwriting but for me, it's always about like the live performance, like sharing this with people in real time in front of them. Um, but then to take David's business background, he has his degree in marketing and sales and his entrepreneurial spirit, which I, I mean, I also am an entrepreneur as well, but like he's so systematic and he has, has this like long range vision for like, how can we sustain this? <laughs> and So putting those two together has been um it's been incredible to be able to team in that way. I mean, it's overwhelming uh, sometimes, but it's it's been really fruitful.
0: So, how much of what you accomplish would get accomplished if he wasn't oh. working with you?
1: No, I <laughs> one of my dear friends Is was the like, answer "None of it." I... well, no, okay, like <laughs> I had four, five albums or something before we got married. So, like, I was, I was. Working in music, I was a professional recording artist already. However, to be a mom and to have my career, I don't. I wouldn't do that unless he was supporting it fully. Like, th- there's just no way I can imagine that.
0: Well, That's good, so, and, I, and I know that he's helping the podcast. He's emailed me about it, and I, I got to know it was coming before anybody uh, else did. I'm very yeah. special insider knowledge. So when you when you <laughs> last time you came on the show, mm-hmm. there's uh, a priest that uh, you wrote this book about. When God Wrecks Your Romance. With,
1: I wrote it with him. Well,
0: it's also about him. (laughs) Did I I not say with? Did I say about? You said
1: I wrote a book about a priest, which is true, but he also wrote the book about
0: me. So y'all worked on this. I just want to clarify. uh, Fine, clarify. Cool. So uh, y'all, y'all, you wrote this book about him. uh, (laughs) Y'all wrote it together and y'all worked on, y'all worked on the book together. It's about y'all's romance story, how y'all film. You know the story. You shared. I know the story. Yeah, yeah.
1: So the way that we sum it up is like, Two kids meet, fall in love, and then their paths go now, but the directions, sad
0: story. <laughs> so, yeah. he was like, uh, hello. Uh, I'm, this is what he's, I'm imagining this is exactly okay. what he said. He said, I dated you, and now I've lost all love for women, so I need to go be a celibate I priest think, now. What do
1: you think, like, like, should I get a prize or something from his religious order? Like, thank you,
0: so you much. You were such a bad girlfriend. <laughs> And it led him to you solipity. paved way. <laughs> and the church is forever grateful. So y- y'all wrote this book. You can go listen to the whole story. I- obviously wrote the whole story, listen to the book if you want a snippet of it, episode 158 of of Sportsley Catholics. Yeah. Uh, but now y'all are working this next project that y'all are working on together. Right. Y- y'all do this podcast together. regularly. Uh-huh. And so I just assumed that it was gonna be like Directly related to the book. Okay. And now that uh, I've heard this, like the subtitle, I can see how it's like indirectly. You're like uh-huh. tragedy into comedy. Mm-hmm. Because now, like you you were the whole, you know, y- y- y'all went different directions, heartbreak, all these things. Right. A tragedy. It was right? tragic. Especially yeah. for a, like a high school kid losing the love. <laughs> yeah, like that yeah. is tragedy, right? Yeah. Um, but then y'all wrote the book together and then like y'all were still friends. But now mm-hmm. in this room mm-hmm. that you're recording. mm mm-hmm. There was this tragedy, and now you can only laugh about it. And now the laughing is you and your old boyfriend, who is now a priest, and your <laughs> husband in the room, which to me just screams comedy. It's isn't it funny. It's like
1: so, it's like that tension that just like bubbling up, and what are you going to do about it? Like a laugh. It's hilarious. And like, That's the thing. Oh, I think that Father Matt would like me to clarify that he wasn't technically my boyfriend. Okay, getting back to the story. Although, there was a story in America Magazine that says, like, when your boyfriend becomes a priest or something. It's a catchier headline. Well, we all
0: know. We've all learned in the last few years. Yeah. We have to trust the media and not the source. Yes, right. (laughs) So I believe American magazine, not you. I don't think you know all the facts, Amanda. <laughs> all
1: right, now that we've now that we've gotten that out of the way, so I mean, that, yeah, that's the whole the whole movement of our of our book is like from tragedy into comedy, and it's and it's through prayer, like it's through being able to look at what we went through, which at the time was so heartbreaking, and then to be able to see how it turned out like so beautifully, and there's just this joy in that and so and my son asked me recently he he, I don't know why he's he loves he loves literature and he's like hey what's the difference between tragedy and comedy and he said the ending and I'm like it's so good right (laughs) like um it's you know you could have something that is so terrible and awful but if it ends well you can look back and laugh um you know with joy and not like (laughs) sadistically. And so um now to have David as our producer he's sitting there you know like oh, so we're husband. at like yeah so David's my husband so like say father matt's sitting where you are, are and you then I'm on hubby? one side
0: cuz you said husband is <laughs> in <laughs> I thought you were going to like use <sighs> the name and recognize like... <laughs> it in the middle my hubs <laughs>
1: Yes, I mean all of the above. So he'll be sitting on the. You know, I was I was trying to set the scene actually, Taylor. That's why I stopped because like, so I'm trying to picture it right. So here's a table, and Father Matt and I are sitting at the table, kind of talking to the camera, like you and I are right now. And then David is on the other side of the table, and he has all of the equipment, and he's monitoring us on his headphones. And every once in a while, he'll be he'll like interject and be like, "Hey, can you clarify what you just said?" Or he'll ask a question, and like. I just think it's really unique that we're able to be in that.
0: I couldn't imagine scenario <laughs> because together. Because on camera, yeah, you cut one of those men out of your life romantically, but on the camera, it's flipped, and I couldn't yeah. imagine being your husband in that scenario. Yeah, like, I, my wife and I don't want either of each other as exes. Yes, exactly. Anywhere around. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. So okay. So th- it really does help though that we didn't date because he's not my ex. You know, like that for us is a big difference. Our relationship was a friendship, even though, even though we both had these really strong feelings for each other and had to navigate that internally, like our experience with each other growing up was one of friendship. And so I really think, you know, you talk about like the virtue of chastity and I, I know that gets like so hyped up and I which I appreciate but like uh you know you in that, in, hyped in up. No, what yeah, I'm saying is like it's as,
0: as, like yeah no but like
1: in high school like it seems like that's when we talk about it for kids is like high school and then it's like drop off after that but like really the that that virtue Go forth of and like don't multiply <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so that the that virtue of like being able to integrate, um your feelings and your attractions with like the rest of your life in a successful manner, like man, that was huge for us. And that that's, I, I really think it's through that, through the basis of our friendship being like our faith and like really caring about each other and the good of each other, um, that we can like carry on with this friendship now.
0: Well, I'm proud of you because I couldn't do it. Ah, uh, like thanks. there's literally one girl that I broke up with her. Yeah. And she drove away. Mm-hmm. We were in high school. Like, we lived in the same same small town. Yeah. She drove away. I never saw her again. Yeah, I to this day I've never seen her. So like that's what happens when I break up with people. Yeah,
1: yeah. And but and I don't think that that's like lesser. I just think that gets what you're capable of, and oh, that's it's a what good I thing. Right.
0: Uh, so yeah, Yeah. I, I don't. I don't want to do a podcast. Right. Politics. No.
1: And like I think you know I remember even when I told because we invited Matt, it, it, Father Matt now, but he was seminarian at the time. We invited him to our wedding. And I remember my friend, one of my friends being like, oh, no, yeah. never. Like if my ex-boyfriend Where's showed the up. the objection part? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, if my, you know, if my, you know, great love from like when I was in high school, if he showed up now, I'd be like, you get the heck out of here because I cannot, like, right? Like she just couldn't have that presence in her life in the re- then in the current relationship that she was in. And I respect that. Well, it,
0: it does help that yours is a priest and like, it's less intimidating because of the whole celibacy thing yeah yeah celibacy (laughs) yeah for the win okay so speaking of helpful uh we talked about the podcast a bit so if if people we should pray we should pray that's the name of the show we're not gonna pray right now because this is (laughs) i just prayed in my heart too late it's over uh, i didn't you better pray for me too so uh if people tune in what are they what are they gonna get give me your elevator pitch for we should pray
1: right yeah so when we speak about Tragedy being turned into comedy. We we do talk about something tragic at the onset of every show. Now it's tragedy in our own experience and in our shared experience. So Father Matt and I will be like, "Remember that really tragic thing that happened?" And we'll talk about it. And then, yeah, yeah. But then we actually pray. Like we pray in the middle of our show. I feel like a lot of times we pray at the end or the beginning, but we pray right in the middle of the show. And then we laugh about. (laughs) And then we laugh about it. Now we find a way to say like, "Hey." what good has come out of this tragedy and and you know it's not always like a uh an earth shattering tragedy but like for instance i mean you were talking about like the last year for me like all my shows were canceled you mentioned like your way of life was greatly altered as was as it was for all of us but we for instance we have an episode coming up about that like well what like this is tragic right and how are we what are we learning from it what are we what are we gaining from it in light of, like, believing that God is in it?
0: So there are there are similarities between our shows and one major difference. Okay. The similarity is we both start with tragedy ah. and end with comedy. Yes. It's the middle that's different. You guys pray about it and then share from your prayer. Yeah. I just yell about it. To my co-host on the yeah, show yeah, yeah. and we work through it and by the end we're all laughing about okay. it. Uh, mostly just because laughter is the way that I react to pain. Ah, uh, yes. So go check out We should pray. We're gonna take a quick <laughs> break and be right back where we're gonna get back to Taylor sharing his very strange theological thoughts. Don't go anywhere. This episode is releasing here in Holy Week, so either you're listening and it's almost Easter, so I hope that you have a happy Easter, or you're listening after Easter, so happy Easter. I just broke the rules just to make you happy, which is what I made my life out of. Good news uh, for Easter, I'm releasing three songs all about the resurrection and the hope that we have because Jesus didn't stay dead. He rose. Hooray. So every week, every Friday, releasing one of these new songs only on YouTube. So go to youtube.com slash Forte Catholic to subscribe today so you don't miss that. We just hit 400 subscribers over there, which is 40% towards our goal. So thank you if you've done that already. If not, it's super quick and easy and free. Go to youtube.com slash Forte Catholic, hit the subscribe button, and I'll love you forever. Just like Jesus does. Except he's better. Okay. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. That is still Amanda Vernon. And we got to get to know Amanda a little bit more in the last segment. But now, like all good episodes of Forte Catholic, we're gonna shift the focus back to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know, Amanda, that you are a singer. Like, one of the, I think one of the first things, I, I saw you sing just, like, random stuff, like, on Instagram. Like, not, it wasn't, like, the polished stuff, Okay, but it right. it was just, like, you mm-hmm. playing piano. Like, I, I'm assuming at your house. Yeah. Just, like, singing, like, a 60-second thing for Instagram. Right. right? Just
1: on my, put the cell phone up and hit play. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, uh, you, you you mentioned earlier, like, you've done a bunch of, like, professional studio albums right. and all those types of things. But, I so, I saw you sing... On Instagram, I was like, "Oh, she's really good," hey. and then I forget how. Maybe I just googled you mm-hmm. or you mentioned. I forget how it how how it happened, but you sang the national anthem like at the beginning of a football game. Was it Packers game? Am I right? Remembering that right?
1: So I did twice, but probably the one you're thinking of is I sang the national anthem at Lambeau Field for the Green Bay Packers on Monday Night Football.
0: That's unbelievable. Nice. So wait, 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 I didn't realize it was Monday Night Football. Yeah. So like it was
1: a live broadcast, thirteen live- million people watching. Yeah.
0: Thirteen million. Yeah, thirteen million. Okay, so I didn't know about the live thing. (laughs) Yeah. So all I'm thinking about is ninety thousand people, hundred thousand people, whatever Lambo holds, right? Yeah. So I'm picturing you in that, like just that. I didn't know it was live broadcasted. Yeah.
1: So, so the thing is, I I sang for them the year prior for. a preseason football game and so it was still packed yeah it was, yeah, it was. Like, I didn't know like I didn't know it was a pre- <laughs> pre- I didn't know it was a tryout but I was I was eight months pregnant when I came in and I and I sang and it, we time? were uh this it was on um, uh, our third child but yeah. the first your tryout <laughs> you were
0: pregnant
1: yes and okay. my tryout I was pregnant and so I mean we booked it before like, oh, I was she's pregnant, for a
0: pregnant woman. Yeah, right? so <laughs> I
1: think they're like well she can do that pregnant like let's have her back next year right. yeah so that time the first time it was still a full stadium because it's Lambeau Field and it's if they're playing, it's full. So I, I was on the sideline so I could actually see people in the stands and uh, it was great. It was so relaxed as far as like the the, the personnel and everyone who is there. But then the next year when it was Monday Night Football, it was not it was not relaxed like that. Like, the
0: people... The, 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 no, so the, here's the, the thing.
1: Here's the thing. The the people who worked at the stadium were nervous. Really? Like, they were on edge. They were on the big time. Because, like, they're like,
0: okay, like, ESPN is here. We got to, like, My, execute so this. So, for people who aren't sports fans, no. uh, Monday Night Football <laughs> is the second biggest, most watched television show in the world. Only beat by Sunday Night Football... night before okay the two biggest television television shows every single year other than the super bowl like the super bowl's the big one right but like weekly the regular weekly regular shows it is by by far it's like number one is number one by far number two is number two by far and then Mm. number three is down way way down so you're seeing like one of the largest televised events like you were a part of yeah so Before we're going to pause that story, okay, and we're going to talk about me for a second. We're going to come back to this story,
1: Taylor.
0: Taylor, So, when I was in junior high, Mm -hmm. uh, so just picture exactly how I am now, okay, but this hair up here and blonde, and the instead of being fat, I had a six pack. That's the only difference between me. I was the same height, (laughs) everything else was the same. The hair was up here and very. Very white. And then the the belly was non-existent. So that's junior high Taylor. And because I was large and like in good shape, the boys never bullied me. Okay. Because I would beat them. Right. The girls, though, knew that I was a decent human being. Okay. And I wouldn't fight them. Oh. So they bullied me mercilessly. Okay. So like...
1: But like actually bullying or like, like
0: teasing and playing around. Like they wanted my life. They wanted me to suffer. Oh, really? Yeah. It wasn't like oh, let's toy tease t- right, to right, right, like right. Boys right girls like pull the okay, pigtails. Yeah. No, like they wanted me to suffer. Okay. Wow. And so like you are, you've been musical your whole life. Yeah. I loved music my whole life, but I wasn't musical my whole life. Okay. Okay. So in junior high, I loved singing. And I would sing, and every time I opened my mouth to sing, one of, or if not all, the girls were like, you suck, you're the worst, like, you're terrible. So after years of this, I just stopped singing. Yeah. I just stopped singing. Oh. Like, they bullied me into shutting my mouth singing. Now, I still talked more, <laughs> but... Right. But literally- This is a music video waiting to happen. This is a music video oh, that, right here. There's an... I have the ending to the music video. Okay. You'll hear it soon. It's okay. coming up. So... I stopped singing and it wasn't until I think it was my sophomore year in high school that I've always loved the tech stuff. So like literally what my life is now, like doing all this tech and editing and all of these things. Yeah. I love that. So I want and I wanted to help out at my church. I was getting involved in church stuff. So I was like, I want to be the tech person for our worship team okay. at for like for our youth group. Yeah. So I, I'm i running the soundboard, and all this stuff. And they're like, OK, uh, we're going to have a retreat for the music team. And Taylor, mm-hmm. you're a part of it. So you can come in the retreat. And as the tech guy. As the tech guy. Okay. And then they were like, well, part of this retreat is that everybody has to sing. And I'm like, I don't (laughs) want to. Everybody's mean to me. So so there was a lady there who was like a like professional singer. Okay. And she was helped. she did some like, you know, coach as much as you can coach a sophomore in high school who's never sang before. (laughs) She'll like some coaching and all these things. And I sang and like nervous as all get out. Like shaking like convulsing like throat you feel like my throat's closing and all this stuff but i sang i sang these two songs and uh the next week i was the lead singer for the oh team. wow so it's like upgrade yeah like so like the junior high girls shut me up for junior high in an extra year because they're very mean and then oh. and then like i got my confidence back because yeah. somebody else had this confidence right indeed. in me so fast forward, like I, I, I'm singing all throughout high school and doing the worship thing, and then um, I go to college. My sophomore year of college, I, I add to my theology degree, I add a music degree. Okay, because you
1: it. already were like, so you kept doing music. Yeah, yeah, and like leading at like retreats and stuff, retreats, or like yeah. okay,
0: yeah, so like leading worship for like st- you know, ministry stuff in college retreats, all the all all. So, those t- so to
1: add in the the music minor, then it's like you're already doing it. Oh it's a new I only do major.
0: Nothing is minor with me. Okay, all right. So okay. (laughs) So uh, everything is minor. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is a big deal. So uh in college I start getting so now I've been singing and like singing confidently. And like so all in high school, like everyone knows I'm loud. The show's called forte like musical term for being loud. Like that's yeah what I do. And like you know some more like raw talent in high school mm-hmm. and like i always sang loud and i always like had the lungs it was just like it it's it took a while to kind of hone the okay. tone and those kinds of things mm-hmm. in my voice and so in college i got there talented but raw okay. and then i started as as my music program kind of like in high school i was doing music industry so the music business but you had to pick a, oh, okay, a, yeah. an instrument to specialize in so i did voice, voice yeah. I, I am my instrument this right here so <laughs> Uh started getting vo- voice lessons and still like very confident, but now I'm like having to sing in like Italian and Latin and okay. German. Yeah. I, like I know a German love song now because in okay. Shine <laughs> Like I they tell me it's a love song. But I don't think you can. I don't think Germans can love each other because of that language. I think if Germans are in love, they have to speak Italian. Is that how love sounds to you? Yeah, th- like my teacher was like, "This is telling your your girlfriend, now <laughs> my wife, how much you love her." I'm like, "I think I'm yelling and cursing out here. I think that's what I'm doing because that's what it feels like." Is it tough love? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you need to shape up. <laughs> so, uh, so I start these these voice lessons, and part of that is at you know like every like once a month in the, in the semester, we all had to get together and perform for like our four, like the four voice teachers oh, okay. and the rest of our class. So we're performing in front of people, like doing like arias and classical stuff okay. and like, you know, f- these fancy things. And for the first time in four or five years, like I get up on the stage for only 30 people. Right. But, like it's for a grade. Like like yeah. some pressure, but like literally my, t- like my legs are shaking like while I'm singing. Yeah. So I'm like, my upper body, like I'm like, you know, like n- not good for while you're singing, but I'm like, shh, like, yes. What what is it called? What's convulsing. flexing? I couldn't think uh. of the word flexing because I don't look like I did junior high, but like <laughs> I'm like flexing my abs so that my upper body oh, oh, is oh, fine. Oh, 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 sure. My sure. hands are a little shaky, but my legs, like my, my knees are clapping. They're yeah, like, and so like. I like like upper half I look right. like put together and everybody's just looking at me like, what is wrong with this guy? And I'm oh. just standing there and singing, so nervous. And that went on for like a year. Wow. Bef- wow. Wow.
1: Yeah. And you stayed with it?
0: I stayed with it. Okay. And like then I got this like, you know. My uh, confidence that uh, always airs on the side of pride. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm the best now. You uh-huh. know, it's like man, I wasn't <laughs> nervous anymore. But it took you a long to time that. of going through it and going through it wow. and going through it. So there's more to the story, but we're going to pause mine and jump back to yours. Okay. So you're singing, which I didn't know as we're running at football, but I knew it was like for the Packers, right. one of the biggest brands in all of, all of sports. Mm-hmm. Like, were you nervous singing for what I thought was 100,000 people, but it ended up being millions?
1: Well, yes. But here's the thing. I went like right leading up to singing i i was the kind of nervous that i love to be like the anticipation adrenaline i'm gonna be on my you know like a game it was exciting but then i'm telling you it was two minutes before we were gonna go on if that and they're like okay we're going i'm like going where because i'm like standing by the keyboard we had already sound checked. I'm pointing my ear because there was like, you know, an in-ear monitor. We had checked everything. And this is like, where
0: sound goes in. Yeah, right there. <laughs>
1: you know, so I have like my in-ear monitor. I'm all like, you know, because there's going to be fireworks going on. They timed the fireworks to my specific rendition of the national anthem. Wait, how long is it? Um, How long is my rendition?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, good question.
0: Because because every year uh-huh. i'm a gambler and i bet on the super bowl oh. over under for how long i don't so.
1: know it's on youtube though we can check it later we'll check it later. yeah and so we all of a sudden they're like we're going i'm like what and they pick up the keyboard and all of a sudden they're there's this team of like production personnel is going to the middle of the field and i'm like out there and they're like yeah let's go <laughs> and i'm wearing high heels like stilettos i'm like oh, wow. Right. So like, it was totally different than what I had mentally prepared for, you know?
0: They didn't make the pregnant no, woman they
1: do that de- the year oh, yeah. God, I'm like, do I not get the pregnancy perks anymore? Come on. Right. And so they, le- I go out to the middle of the field. There's like the color guard behind me. I'm like, I can see, and now I can't see anyone individually because it's just a sea of, you know, spectators plus 13 million people at home. And then the camera people are nervous. They're like, okay, all right, we can do this. I'm like, oh, what? who is in charge? <laughs> you know, right. like, and so i yeah, I was. I was nervous and then uh, usually what happens is when I'm nervous, I sh- I start playing the piano and my nerves dissipate because like it's my, I just, I love it, right? It calms me. So I start playing the piano and then the sound guy goes like this. He like moves his hand in a circle to say, go faster. And I'm like, what? I've rehearsed this. We planned, we timed it. Right. Like what? And then I was just like, I had to like make decisions. So the fireworks
0: are- oh, say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. I'm like, I can't. I, I go faster. So this is like, it's live TV. It's happening now. And I'm just, like that was, it? that was very, <laughs> if I went back, I would just say like to myself, like, hey, do your thing, do your musical thing. They brought you in because you were the expert in how you were going to sing the song. And don't worry about the nervous
0: camera right. Right, yeah. <laughs> So you weren't nervous. So uh, you mentioned that usually when you start playing the piano, yeah. you tune it all out. Was Yeah. It, Did that apply to this scenario or did that guy's nervousness kind of make you anxious?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't want to just blame it on him, but I think that like being in the middle of the field like that was, it was a brand new scenario. So I think my my nerves carried through. I didn't, I didn't ever feel like, okay, it's fine. I'm, I'm totally relaxed now sure. in that performance. Um, where Whereas most of the time I am, I would say really relaxed once I start playing the music. It's just like in those scenarios where I have never been in that particular situation for performing whenever it's like the first of it, its type that's when i'm the most nervous but once i go through it i'm like okay i know what this is so that's why it was a surprise to me to be nervous because i'm like i did this last year right right Ha.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, <Huh. laughs> the, the whole new scenario though so you're doing yeah. something that you're familiar like you've probably played the national anthem right many times th- yeah a thousand times right. but so pause your story all right back Taylor. to my story and there there. so here i am in college. Nervous shaking, I don't go through that for about a year, and I get I get my swagger back. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm, you know, whether it's true or not, like I feel like I'm the best male singer in this entire program. Right? Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) There were some of those sopranos that I couldn't hang with, which is going to be like tonight, me trying to sing with you tonight at this little event we're doing. Like I've made a living out of singing with women who are much more talented than (laughs) me. So talking about being in your element, I will be in mine tonight, (laughs) and you'll be in yours singing with people who are worse than you. So, uh, but. Uh, so that was my sophomore year in college (laughs) my junior by my junior year oh also that year in sophomore year Mm -hmm. we're doing uh just like our regular choir concerts like for the school like our parents wait sophomore
1: year was you were already feeling feeling in your element by the the beginning
0: of the year super nervous by the end of the year all right so you're like let's go yeah like i'm owning that stage and killing it yeah by, by the end of the year right um because I think, you know, I had been singing, but not in that element. Yes. So I'm in a new element. Yeah. It took me a while to get there used to it. And then I'm just like up there, not shaking anymore, and just more relaxed and right. performing better because I'm not, you know, super tense. <laughs> yes. By the next year, so that year we, we sang uh, for our choir concert, just our local one, we sang this song called Job, Job, about the story of Job. It's African spiritual. Mm-hmm. And you you love like the spiritual soul music. Yeah. And, you know, that's how it's raised. Right. Yeah. So- uh, like, this song was an old, like, the song that the slaves would sing. Just a beautiful, beautiful song. And they needed a a male and a female soloist. Okay. I tried out. Got it. So, and how this song starts. So, there's an 80-person choir behind me. Wow. And the song literally starts with just me by myself. Okay. And that's how the entire thing goes. So, like, talk about nervous. Like, right. Because, like, you know how choir is. Like, everybody practices in the key that you're supposed to sing. <laughs> so if, if you Taylor started in a different home, key. Yeah.
1: It's not gonna be good.
0: <laughs> so like literally, like we when we walk into the we started with this song. So like l- I'm starting the concert. Uh, Nobody says anything. We process in and the conductor starts and I go, So the Lord gave, and then they all right. go, uh, uh, you know, like yeah. people behind me. And so we practice it and like walking in, I'm starting the concert. It could all go wrong right. if I just start half a note off, right? I do it over and over and over again. We did it that year. It went so well. We actually did it again at our next concert, like in the spring okay. concert. The following year, our choir, our college choir gets an invite to sing in Carnegie Hall. What? Yeah. So, here we are going to Carnegie Hall. The like for those who aren't like if you didn't understand Amanda's squeak, <laughs> it's one of the most famous performing performing uh venues. Places yeah. venues in the world. Um the Beatles, uh, like all the way back to like the, the Tchaikovsky, like the most, one of the most famous pianists, like going back mm-hmm. uh, 150 years, I, I think, something like that. Sounds right. Some of the greatest performers ever, and me. Okay. <laughs> so, so, but by this point, I'm seeing Carnegie Hall, like this hollowed ha- halls, right? And not nervous at all. I go out there and I own the stage, just like, you know, George Harrison from the Beatles way back in the day. And I feel great, we walk out, it starts the concert. We had sang it in Hell's Kitchen the day the day before. Yeah. Like, we're just owning this. Where literally a year and four months before, yeah. I was shaking and super That's nervous. That's
1: amazing. That's amazing. Because I just think about like what... What it takes to get through those kind of nerves, you know, like what's what's happening like psychologically and how you have to like adapt, you know, to that kind of adrenaline and the fact that you like went through that for a year and then so that then when the stage is elevated, you're able to just like right. be relaxed. That's incredible. Like, yeah, I own this
0: place. Like That's I incredible. am. We're the same. That's amazing. <laughs> So, <laughs> it, it was it was this crazy. Like every time I look back on it, like this reflection of like junior uh, high, yeah, don't sing at all, and then getting into high school, kind of opening up a little bit, and you know per- performing, leading worship for mm-hmm. forty people, and then kind of getting broken down again, right. And being super nervous in, the, in a new scenario, like you were in a new scenario, you know, middle of the field in stilettos, like that's a new <laughs> thing, right? Yeah. With a guy being like, I'm nervous, but I want you to be nervous. You know? Like his job's in the line, if you go three, three seconds late, <laughs> yeah. that woman's going to ruin my life. <laughs> um, but then like getting into college, and, and the, there's, this, there's this idea from Malcolm Gladwell called the, the 10,000 Hours. So Yes, not, yeah, not familiar. The, not the Justin Bieber song that just came out with uh, Dan and Shay. I love that song. But then, yeah. US. Oh man. man. Uh, Dan and Shay were the man. Bieber was the woman. That's what we're gonna do. So, <laughs>
1: uh, I love it, the Beeps. By the way, continue. Oh, this new stuff is tremendous. Oh, uh, ten thousand hours. Okay.
0: So Malcolm talks about like to do to be prolific at something, to be a master yes, of something. You have definitely. To do it for ten thousand hours. So I, I i was thinking about like the things that I've done for ten thousand hours. Like eat, I'm great at that. Sleeping, I'm great at that. Uh, But then like audio editing, like I'm getting close to 10,000 hours. Um, That's exciting. Like, you know, podcasting, let's see, I've done like probably 300 hours of podcasting. Mm -hmm. So I'm far away, like like, being live, like hosting, Um, you know, speaking, leading Mm -hmm. worship. Like those are the things that I'm working towards my 10,000 hours. But like, I I think we get those nervous and that anxiousness. So there's a difference. You were talking about like. Like nervous excitement, like being yeah. nervous excited. Like, mine was not nervous excitement. Right, mine no, was like, I'm nervous and shaking because I think all these people are going to hate me. Like, that, <laughs> like, feeling anxious, yes. right? Where where you don't perform as well. Yeah. So, like, what you felt there is like how I felt in sports. It's like, I might be a little nervous, but this adrenaline hits. Yes. And now I'm at you my best. You use it. Yeah. You harness um, it. But I think that comes like transferring that nervousness from nervous, anxious to mm-hmm. where you start crumbling and nervous, like, powerful, right? Like, fueling you forward comes from all the work beforehand. Uh, so, yeah. so like me going through all the stuff that I did with singing, you going through the uh, hundreds and hundreds of hours of playing piano and singing yeah. to get to that moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I love that. David, David, my husband talks about that's that 10,000 hours principle as well. And in fact, uh, he, we totaled it up some one time and I've, I, I said, I think it's about 10,000 hours that I spent in live performances. Oh, wow. Um, and so yeah that's totally it where like i think once i hit that mark you know i don't know exactly when that was but looking back over the years it was like there were no bad shows anymore like right, that i played right, right. like it was it's gonna go well right, yeah. like whereas when i was younger and younger in um say still performing professionally but there would just be some bad crowds right air quotes because like I just wasn't able to connect with them. They were grouchy high schoolers. Who knew? Who knows? But like now, put me in front of grouchy high schoolers, it doesn't matter how grouchy they are. (laughs) Like I'm gonna make them not grouchy. Like yeah, (laughs) like we're gonna be not grouchy together. Ready? And so that's such a great, that's such a great point. Do you think Taylor that that practice counts toward those hours? Like uh, like so me just practicing on my own versus me like actually being in front of people. You know, like do you think that you can count it or is it like a different category?
0: I 100% think it counts. The only caveat would be you can't practice for 10,000 hours without ever performing in front of somebody. Mm. Because even if you go perform that one time, like if somebody had never performed in front of somebody but sang only the national anthem and played it for 10,000 hours and then they get put in the position you're in, they'd flip. (laughs)
1: You know what I mean? So I, I, you had to be able to adapt. Like that adaptability is also something you had to practice. Yeah.
0: Okay. So there's like there's like the different aspects of it. But like if you're doing both, which is like what most people do. Like you know <laughs> e- even in like regular work, like you have yeah. people that just work in like a big tall business building. Yeah. They're not giving presentations all the time. Like
1: a real job. Yeah. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Not like us. People <laughs> that actually make money. You know those people. So but like they they all the work that they did, all the prep work to lead up to the presentation. I, yeah. The board, yeah. I like yeah. how
1: you're saying that. Like. Going out and singing in front of somebody is not just that moment because it's all the moments that you spent preparing for that right. event. And same with like any job where you have to, it's not just um, all I can think of as are sports and entertainment.
0: But when you
1: practice medicine, you're not actually practicing because you know how to do it, right? right.
0: Yeah. So, if like, if you ever went to a lawyer who's just practicing, you're going yes, to jail. <laughs> I like that
1: concept of like, it's you're executing but you've prepared to get to that place
0: yeah for sure it's good so i i know a lot of like i've talked to a lot of people that that listen and i've seen your tweets like i know that there are things that you guys get nervous about there's things that i still get nervous about um but it it takes those hours like there are a lot lot Mm -hmm. of my friends who are getting into podcasting like that's the world i live in like because they call you right
1: they're like i want to start this thing and you're like i'm here for you right
0: yeah and it's like i I see a lot of people get into it and they're like oh i'm not i'm not great okay and like no one's good at podcasting for their first 10 after sure sure. like if you have any kind of charisma good at talking to people like in person whether it's large crowds or even just conversationally you're going to be good at podcasting Mm -hmm. but it's it's a different thing you've you've talked you know given talks or talked behind you know, in the middle of your shows right. or something, but like podcasting is different. Mm-hmm. Like you're good at it, but you're going to be, start becoming a professional at it. You know, the first 10 episodes, you get really good. And then the next ones, you get better. And the next, mm-hmm. next time you get better. And like, by the end, it's like, I don't even think about this anymore. Like we just turn stuff on and I start talking, sure. you know, where I used to have like Allison Sullivan notes, like four pages <laughs> of notes. And now I'm just Allison like, Allison Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> we talked at breakfast. Like, yeah, we'll probably talk about these things. It'll be right. fine. Cause we'll, we'll be good. So here's how my story ends. Okay. The my end of the music ends. video. I uh, yeah. So this <laughs> this is where the music video ends. The the song ends of the music video, mm-hmm. and then I'm in my doctor's office, like my home doctor. The guy's been my doctor my entire time. Okay. And he has a new assistant. Okay. The new assistant is one of the girls from junior <gasps> high. She was like the lead girl that made my life hell. Oh. And she, I I was just nice to her because I'm a good person. But inside, I was like, oh. mean word, mean words, mean words, mean words. I sing in Carnegie Hall.
1: Oh wow! And I just smiled
0: when I walked in, she, Whoa! and you know what? What? She was nervous because <gasps> she knew she knew what she did. And in my head, I'm like, I'm like uh, the guy in uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. I won.
1: <laughs> I won. That's amazing. That's a song. That's, that's a, a song. music video. It's that's been ten thousand hours.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have enjoyed them but I've really enjoyed doing these Catholic Match commercials over the last month and they liked them too so we're doing more Hooray! if you haven't signed up yet and you're a single person that can legally date go to catholicmatch.com/forté I can't even say my own name to sign up for free today catholicmatch.com/forté online dating is the new norm it wasn't when my wife and I were dating because we're super old, but now it is normal, especially in this pandemic-ridden world that we live in. It's really hard to meet people in person. You can do it online. Find somebody where it's it's safe, uh, and you know that they uh, have grown up with the same morals that you have. It's faith-focused dating. Uh, it's Catholic Match is the largest Catholic dating site specifically made. For Catholics And if you're listening to this Most likely you're Catholic Or you're along for this fun ride That we all call The Forte Catholic Show But uh, create your own Catholic love story today Forte Nope, Ca- nope, nope no. Again, with the wrong URL, Taylor Why are, why are they still paying for this? Catholicmatch.com Slash Forte Apparently people are signing up So that's why they're still paying for it uh, It's super easy to get started Do it at the correct URL Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I'm still Taylor Schrull. That's still Amanda Vernon. In the last segment, we were talking about uh, our very different music careers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Carnegie Hall, man, that's amazing. It was
0: good. It was that's good. Like that's like uh, that's where I teach.
1: Sydney gonna. Opera House, Carnegie Hall. You know, there's a few venues around you, the I've world you that you up Sydney Opera House because yeah, because I actually know. No. No. I saw it once I saw it on TV. <laughs> <laughs> were you there or were you... Uh, you know I was like outside yeah oh, that's cool. <laughs> I, get... I almost made it inside the building so,
0: <laughs> I almost made it into the venue no, I'm saying that
1: that's tops you know it's a Vatican it's like up there with the places yeah, the you want to sing at
0: very well known for its performance. <laughs> no arts. come on no
1: really <laughs> like if you're gonna be touring the world like places where you want to stop and sing if you're a musician stop
0: and sing okay we gotta, we gotta <laughs> keep going so All right, here we go the last, last last segment we were talking about like nerves and being anxious and how like people feel nervous about things and you just got to do them and keep doing them and keep doing them and failing and succeeding and failing and succeeding yes and then the failures will start to Mm -hmm. dwindle away Mm -hmm. it's just Mm -hmm. more and more and more success yeah whether that's your spiritual life or your work life or a a new venture you're trying whatever that is okay you just got to push through it if you actually think you have some talent in it like i shouldn't like become a professional tennis player. Like that's what me Goal, I've touched a tennis racket like twice, but you know, like something that you're actually good at, good at and passionate about. And we were talking about these nerves and, uh, you you brought up a story in between segments about yes. your daughter that I think yeah would yeah be so a fitting in. it
1: reminds me of my uh, eight year old daughter Kiara because she said to me recently she said now that you're married to Dad do you feel sick every day <laughs> what she's not Dad <laughs> she's like yeah and then she went on to say like how she feels like sick to her stomach with nerves around like the boy she has a crush on at Aww. school she's like I had to like, go to the nurse's office mom I'm like this is so cute she's like yeah I had to go to the nurse's office and they were like what's wrong she's like well. <laughs>
0: I would I would pay to have video of that. That's so funny.
1: So, yeah, I thought that was uh really sweet and I'm just like so proud of my daughter for being such a
0: romantic at such a young age. So, you didn't really answer the question for us. Do you feel What's sick that? every time you look at your husband?
1: <laughs> Love sick, yes. Oh. Of course.
0: <laughs> so, the answer to her question is yes?
1: Yeah, yes. I just I'm just uh I just acclimated to being lovesick. That's how I want to say it.
0: What I'm hearing is every time you look at your husband, you feel sick and you've just gotten used to it. I think <laughs> for your sake, you might want to clarify.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, now it gets down to definitions. You know, we talked about nervousness versus that like nervous adrenaline feeling. Right? So like the
0: adrenaline or like the anxious.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I and I would say I'm the former about my husband. Adrenaline. The adrenaline. adrenaline.
0: Yeah. For sure. So you're... you're you love so like that feeling of like being lovesick. I I guess like I don't have feelings, so I've never felt that way about anybody. Like I'd just be like, "You're nice. Would you like to date?" So like that's I I never felt like sick to my stomach. What? Like I think butterflies in the stomach is a girl's thing, uh, and I just offended every man that's ever felt that way. <laughs> okay. So how has it changed from when you first saw your husband and you first were attracted to him or whatever to like you've been married? for no, no, okay, no, 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 no. no, no.
1: David and I have known each other our entire lives, so I've known him like entire lives as far back as I can remember. So it was like a progression, you know? Like I knew him like once he hit puberty, then I was like, okay, all right, we can this something can happen. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Again, strange (laughs) way to phrase (laughs) that. But
1: what? No, seriously. Yeah, I just knew him as a kid. Like we were kids, and he was a little kid. I mean, so was I, but I was like clearly more mature because I'm a girl.
0: So you've been married for how long? Ten years, and you've known him your whole life. Eleven years, actually. So do you? Uh, I'm glad you clarified
1: that. Yeah. 10's a nice so you number, mm-hmm.
0: but like you you live with him, like life gets normal, right? So how often are you feeling these like butterflies, nervous? No,
1: you? okay, really, you really want you really want to know about this? Sure. Um, I think a lot, often, every day, and, and now I say that um because. I mentioned to you off, off camera that like my life is like very filled with adrenaline like I like have a dramatic style life <laughs> and so um, I, somebody saw David and me on camera together and she's like you you act like you just met and like or like you're you know like you're almost like nervous she said that word she's like it almost seems like you're nervous and I was like, I just care a lot.
0: <laughs> That's silly. Well, you know, what I've learned from this final conversation yeah. is that I need to work out more. Because my wife hadn't looked at me like that in a very <laughs> long time. Okay, Amanda, we've got to get out of here. So, uh, the podcast, we talked about it in the first yes, segment. Yes, we I'll, should
1: pray. We should mm-hmm. pray.
0: You find it on YouTube. Yeah, wherever, wherever you, yeah, you can watch
1: it on YouTube. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts. And
0: you can see uh, your husband, who you fawn over, off camera, while you're sitting with your ex romantic ir- person, you heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then also, so your music stuff. So uh, yeah, I media. release a
1: new song every Sunday for my patrons, Amanda Vernon patrons, and then so,
0: patreoncom Vernon? No, no,
1: no, no. Actually, it's amandavernon.com/patron because it's my own platform. Oh, I good. don't, I don't even give you're Patreon not my money. That money. Uh uh-uh, uh. It's for my kids. I feed them with good. that money. Yeah. Good. Oh, very good
0: and then social media
1: yeah amanda vernon music did you hear how i said my name there i said it with a draw
0: amanda, a vernon, amanda vernon. Vernon. Man- vernon music that wow texas <laughs> that girl can sing <laughs> yeah well good so that's how you can get connected with her she's great uh, if you didn't notice it here on, on the show uh, go check out her her singing watch her sing the national anthem uh, see if you can tell that the cameraman is nervous I'll be back next week Amanda's gonna get on a plane to get away from me here pretty soon which is smart that's what all my co do so I'll be back next week see ya thanks so much for watching not just all of you but you in particular yes you. thanks so much for enjoying today's podcast whether you are on your podcast app and on the go or if you watched our beautiful faces on youtube please hit the subscribe button and now since the episode is almost over no matter where you are listening there's a little share button share it to social media tag us in it and we'll reshare it for you. And it will all be a happy little family that like Barney wanted back when we were children. Although some of you might be too young to know who Barney was. Anyway, share it with somebody who you think might enjoy today's show uh, because we sure did. And you made it this far. So apparently you did, or you're really good at hate listening, subscribe, share. I love you. See you next week. Perfect. Whoa,
1: the volume you have, it's so impressive.